Y'all, today we are doing things a bit differently in preparation for doing a couple episodes on preterism, on Jesus coming back. I'm going to upload the the Christian Anarchy Today episodes for today and maybe uh, Sunday. We shall see. I wanted to read you guys this verse that I found really quickly. And I think it's such a beautiful thing written by Paul. It comes from Philippians 2, 1 through 11. So if there is any encouragement in Christ, any comfort from love, any participation in the spirit, any affection and sympathy, complete my joy by being of the same mind, having the same love, being of full accord and of one mind. Do nothing from rivalry or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourselves. Let each of you look not only to his own interests, but also to the interests of others. Have this in mind among yourselves, which is yours in Christ Jesus. I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Listen to it with an open heart and an open mind. And the stuff that I will be discussing over the next week or two, I hope you guys will consider it. And you don't have to accept it. Uh, we all have our diverse views and liberty in Christ Jesus, our Lord and Savior. And remember, I do this to discover truth, not to be convenient to the already presupposed belief beliefs that many Christians have. Enjoy the episode. Uh, but is Jesus coming back central, central to the faith? Is Jesus returning to earth? So um, you were taught. But yeah, for sure. I, I never even questioned that right. until I started watching this show. I'm like, wait, this is in question? Like, I, I never knew that. Most people don't. Okay, uh, last week we ended with a cliffhanger. Boy, Steve, he pulled out the most great, the greatest topic ever, and that is... Will Jesus return? Is, or is, is Jesus... What, what was it? Is Jesus <laughs> It was so impactful. I forgot. He can't even utter the words. I don't think I have it. Where did I put it? Is I Jesus it. coming back? That is the question. Is Jesus coming back? Now, listen, we tape these concurrently on a Sunday. So these guys have had no preparation to on what to say or how to say it. That's what makes the show fun is that <laughs> there's uh, there's just everyone shooting from the hip pr uh, pretty much on a number of topics. Uh, but is Jesus coming back central, central to the faith? Is Jesus returning to earth? I mean, you name it, Christians <laughs> around the world. He's coming back. He's going to be killing people. He's going to be rapturing. He's going to be destroying the earth. He's going to be looking over us with those clouds. That's right. Armies of angels. Armies of angels. They take the, the context of the New Testament. They apply it to our day 2,000 years later. Who wants to go first? Is Jesus coming back? I'll go first. No. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> we already know your position, Sean. You know what? I'm going to go in and give a disclaimer. Uh, Don't start off by excusing your I'm lack excusing of myself. I have no idea. Because <laughs> oh. I minute. Don't what, you believe what wait, I've middle wait, ground growing to take. Up, growing weren't up, weren't you taught? Oh, of course. Of course. He's coming back. One day he's coming back. Glorious day. Sing the whole thing, brother. Living to love me. <laughs> 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 Come on, let's hear it. No, I'm, I'm done with it. I'm gonna join with you. We can do this. <laughs> yeah. Man, this is gonna be a horrible episode. Okay, uh, no, it's great. So um, you were taught, but yeah, for sure. I, I never even questioned that right. until I started watching this show. I'm like, wait, this is in question. Like, yeah. I, I never knew that. Most people don't. 
I know. Yeah. Uh, so in the vast majority of Christianity, it's obviously, yes, yes, he's coming back. It's going to be soon. We're in the last days. It's like, you've been saying we're in the last days for two, three hundred years. Two thousand. Well, thousands of years, yeah. yeah. But in terms of like the churches I was raised up in, the more recent time, they've been saying, yeah, he's close, he's approaching. Oh, see, Donald Trump, he's in Revelation. Find it right here. <laughs> so... um now, now I'm starting to actually get into the research of it and, and trying to figure out, okay, let, let's see what the position is, uh, uh, futurism and preterism and whatnot. And I'm going to read Don, uh, Don Peterson's? Don Preston. 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 I have Preston. an easier, I have another book to give you. Yeah, yeah. You gave me one of his books. I'll, I'll, I'm going to start reading that whenever I find the opportunity. So before we go into the answer, Steve, because you're, you're more familiar with at least this, my view, but why do you think him coming back is so important for the past 2,000 years to Christians? Because that's what was talked about in the New Testament for okay. a lot of times. So a lot of these things, see, that goes into, but that goes into it though. That's why <laughs> it goes into everything that happens now. Um, but I think. What do you think the psychological reason is for Christians wanting? They want him? hope. They okay, want they hope. want to hope. They they really They're hoping hope for um, that everything that bad that's happening now. It's just happening because it's a fallen world, and he, Jesus is going to make it all better when He comes back. So, mm-hmm. even though things are bad, you can look for that event that's going to happen, and it's all going to, you know, it's right. going to be getting better, like what you've yeah. been hoping for. So, and that includes the idea, which is not biblical, uh, is being raptured up. This was popularized uh, in the early 1800s and was then really uh, uh, put into place by uh, Chuck Smith and Calvary Chapels. But that's being raptured up, taken up from the earth while Jesus scorches everybody down below. They're left behind, so to speak. There's a whole book series on being left behind. I saw it in The Simpsons. <laughs> <laughs> I watched those movies when I was a kid. Did Man, you? My mom taken got, up and got them for us to watch or something. Did you guys see that modern movie where the guy is raptured up? I think it was uh, it was some Hollywood star. And when he's being raptured up and everybody's down below suffering, he flips him off. Really? <laughs> and then God throws him back down. <laughs> <laughs> no, but this I am going to watch that when I get home. Seth uh, Rogen. Sorry. <laughs> so uh the idea we did i wrote a book years ago and it's called knife to a gunfight and in that mm-hmm. we gave a segment of what people have said historically about jesus coming back yeah. and people have given dates they have masses of people have gone to certain spots in the desert for two thousand years they have been saying he's coming back longer than the old testament narrative we have been saying he's coming back longer than the entire Adam to Malachi nation. And read that book with that in mind. Now, I would just add one more thing and, and think of your comments. But And it's this. The book of Revelation opens up and it says, This is the revelation of Jesus Christ to the seven churches. Those were actual seven actual churches that existed in Asia Minor. And he says, I'm coming quickly. I'm coming quickly. It's going to happen shortly. The time is at hand. In the Greek, takos and ingus, both of those words mean now. They don't mean 2,000 years later. He says, what I'm revealing to you in this book of Revelation that Steve mentioned 
is going to happen now. It's at hand. And he gives John a vision of all the horrors that were about to be poured out upon them then. Okay. And then finally, last comment, go to the end of Revelation. Four times in wrapping it up, Jesus says, I'm coming quickly. My time is at hand. I'm coming quickly. I'm coming quickly. And John ends the whole revelation by saying, come Lord Jesus, come quickly. That's the end of it, right? All of those words in the Greek are takos. They cannot mean anything but right now. Like we are sitting here and it's it's 2.30 in the afternoon in Utah. By the time it's eight, it's going to be dark. You can't take that as being representative of thousands of years. It was right then to them. That's my stance. Now, now, I, and I'm not countering that. I'm I just love gonna... it when a teenager begins. <laughs> now, now. <laughs> no, no. no. Oh, I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not uh, you're look at you are wiser than I am by far, and you have such mm, astute insights so. to politics. I can't believe it. But yeah, but that that's that's credit to hours and hours of Ben Shapiro and debates and stuff. I, yeah, you just gain it over time. But um, to, your, to your point there, and I'm not arguing against it. This was just my justification as a young evangelical Christian years ago. I used to think that, well, God's been around for eternity. 2,000 years is basically just like a minute to him. Yeah. Um, which, I, thinking back on it now, I guess if you stretch it like that, it could, could be a bit reasonable. But I don't know, because when you read Revelation and he says, I'm coming quickly, I'm coming soon, with, and I believe it was in Matthew, he said, within a, gen- within a generation, these things are going to happen. And then it's like, well, sounds like either he was lying and never came back, and he's never going to come back, or he already came back. So just, just keep that in mind if you're watching and just in anger and infamy that we're even questioning the idea and you whole you have a whole seven days to prepare for part two where we will we will uh then talk about the reasons why mm-hmm. i oh you have something to say no go ahead i was going to ask you um the hope i i have met people who they come to understand what the scripture says about his return mm-hmm. as happening then mm-hmm. and as having application to them and they say i've lost hope it's such a it's such a weird hope though it why, is a, that, to well, have I like because that. because I I grew up in the you know evangelical type churches and and things like that and I know what they mean because I grew up with it it's yeah. sort of a because everyone puts such a giant em- emphasis on this that he's coming back because of all these things that are happening and you end up you do end up having that weird hope that when you find out or if you come to if you do come to the conclusion that okay actually this was tall talking about them then for one it helps because it makes a whole lot of sense you know so you're not having blind hope too for something that's not really founded in facts you know but um yeah you just you lose that hope but you gain hope for um the rapture that everyone has, you know, when they die and, 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 and are with God. So that hope is still there. It just looks different. It's just, it's a different type of hope. Yeah. It's focused have. on, on him and your place with him later rather than a revenge. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's like unhealthy <laughs> to have, well, I don't know. I, maybe next week I can, um, clarify my thoughts a little better I, because I'm trying to, I can't. I, 
I think with talking about the coming back to Jesus Christ, like keeps people coming to church partly. Yeah. Because it if you're saying, ooh, that eventually tribulation and trials are coming to get you, ooh, and you need to be ready, that keeps people coming into church. Whereas life if, or death. if Christ has already came back and we're in the new age, then to some people it will be like, Well, what's the point? Exactly. And that's mm-hmm. what pastors fear the most, which is why it's never taken hold. They push it back and push it back and push it back because they know that people say, wow, I have a relationship with God. It's Sunday. I can go fishing. <laughs> yes, you can. Mm-hmm. I don't need to be in church. No. And that terrifies them, lacking the power and the money sources that fill the pews every week. So the idea of him coming back has been around forever. I, I have quotes from early church fathers talking about... When- you know, oh, well, geez, it's going to end soon, so I better go and do this because, you know, exactly. it's urgency. But I think it has a lot more to do with, okay, they were raised to think this way, so and they've been expecting this, and it's like an idea of excitement, and they actually believe it and mm-hmm. are authentic in that. And whenever someone questions it, and we all do this from one extent to another, sure. someone questions it, it's like you're touching what I've believed for 20, 30 plus years. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's just uncomfortable for most people because if you've been wrong in preaching that for that long, uh, that that can create a sense of guilt in one way because you've been leading people astray. If these people, um, I think part of it too is like you said, the excitement of that's a world ending event. That's, yeah. that's an apocalypse, you know? Mm. Um, if you realize that this was talking about 70 AD, that can get you excited for different kinds of apocalypses. There's plenty of things that can happen to this earth that can destroy it. So why don't you get excited for those things and not this false misinterpretation of what was said? And hand in hand with that is the kind of general malaise that Christians have relative to this earth. Why should I care about pollution? Why should Mm. I care about trash? Why should I care about this? Oh, these environmentalists, it's ridiculous. When if it's not going to end... And it's built by God and it's going to continue on that maybe Christians might change that attitude knowing they're not going to be raptured up. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> yeah. they kind of think, ah, it's going away anyway. Yeah, yeah right. Just take it's, me out it's of like here. It's like if global warming destroys the earth, ah, God's got me. He'll That's take right. me up and put me in a nice iceberg. It's That's sort of right. a thing where like if global warming did take out everything and make it worse, they're sort of thinking like, well, God's going to take us before that happens anyways. Yeah. Yeah. So when that starts happening even worse, oh, now it's going to be any minute. Yeah. Because look at everyone's dying from pollution. It's, you know, when you really and, think yeah. about it, it's such a selfish um, teaching. And that's why, that's another reason, but it's a minor reason why I don't believe it. I don't believe he's coming back again, again, because he came back and I think scripture can readily prove that. And I, I want to say that to the audience. We can readily show contextually through the Greek and within reasonable context that what the scripture was talking about was him coming back to them within a generation to give them reward, take his bride and to destroy Jerusalem, which he did. But um, what bugs me about the selfishness of it is um, pastors, they'll say, I just wish he would come back. Uh, have you ever heard someone say that? Mm-hmm. I just wish that. He, I've he said it to myself. Right. Yeah. But just think about it. I had a family that was still Mormon who did not know the Lord when I first became a Christian. And I'd hear the pastor say, I just wish he'd come. Clouds and, and take us all up, send out his angel servants and pick us up one by one mm-hmm. and let all the heathens burn. Rather than saying, <laughs> and Christians are against drinking? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know what? You're right. And, and, 
it's it's much n- uh, yeah. more exciting for that to happen rather than it happened in 70 AD and it wasn't up to your expectation. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I think um, just a little final thought for me. It's the same as my opening thought with um, once you really look at Revelation in that different way, or once maybe, you know, mo- most people probably don't know what happened in 78, 70 AD uh, offhand, all in the in depth um, accounts of what happened, but go, because nobody really talks about it that much, which sucks. But if you really go and look at it, and 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 think about it. Think about what Revelation says. I think it'll be mind blowing to a lot of people because, um, yeah, I'm I'm pretty well convinced. This is kind of unfair because I think we're on the same page. Yeah, unfortunately, which makes it it's it's unfair not, to him. Yeah, you two yeah. are always That's what I mean. on the it's, same page. I'm not trying I'm to gang up the, on you there. I'm always the one like in the middle that's sewing back and forth, and then y'all come with all your. <laughs> We've known each other for a while, so <laughs> and we're not on the same page of everything. Yeah, he raises ants. That's right, and he can't stand the things. <laughs> I just want he likes. To he's more of a spider well, guy. Well, he said he. <laughs> you're a spider guy. Yeah, much more than an ant guy. I mean, I, I'm neither. I'm like a fish and dog guy. Oh, then you're out of the loop completely. Really? In my book. Well, I mean. <laughs> In terms of pets, fish and dogs. In terms of like animals, I'm a killer whale guy. Got got these socks for y'all right there. You're a killer whale guy. I love killer whales. They tear so that's apart what I used to call them, innocent Ethan. little animals. That's his favorite thing. They tear apart <laughs> seals. They kill dolphins. And, and we buy we buy from multi million dollar organizations that You're stuff a chickens. Capitalist pig. Stuff chickens <laughs> that can't even walk because of the biotics we put into them to make them fatter. I'm teasing you, Brian. <laughs> Any final comments before Steve nope. gave a final comment? Mm-hmm. Listen, next week we're going to come together and we are going to articulate the best we can why, in simple sentences and short period of time, why we think he's coming back or we say he's not. And we're going to give specifics instead of just the general mm-hmm. uh, idea. We're not experts. But it's just the thought, and I think you will learn from this, and it will give you a different perspective that you don't often hear in the Christian church. Ready? Out! Good job, gentlemen. (laughs) That was was tough. I I couldn't get grab a hold of my thoughts very well. Thank you guys for listening to this episode of Common Sense Christianity. Be sure to leave us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts, and also leave us a review if you like the show. You can email me at commonsensechristianitypodcast.gmail.com and share this podcast with your friends, family, neighbors, whoever you want to be able to continue to spread the love and joy that we find in Christ Jesus, our Lord and Savior. We will see you here next time.